Hi, am I in the air? Welcome to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? <laughs> what is going down, everybody? Don Mega here for Am I on the Air. It is a very special Halloween edition. So strap on in and join me, ladies and gentlemen. It is October the 31st. It is Halloween. Happy Halloween. It is a late night on a Halloween. We're broad. I'm recording. It's almost eleven o'clock at night here, and I contemplated not even doing an episode tonight. Um, but you know, even though it is Halloween and it's somewhat of a holiday, I am here to bring you the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news and television movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come right here to Am I on the Air. It's season 27, episode 10, and tonight's show is titled Five Nights at Megas. We're going to be breaking down the news from October the 25th through today, October the 31st. I've got a couple movies to talk about, got a TV show to talk about, and then, of course, we'll get you caught up with the latest news of the week. So I hope you all had an amazing Halloween. Uh, my daughter dressed up as Miss Marvel. Uh, she is ready for the Marvels, which comes out next week. She's going to wear her Halloween costume to the movie next week. We already got our tickets. It's super exciting. She looked awesome. She had a great time trick-or-treating. And um, now she's in bed, so it is time to do a new Am I on the Air? So let's jump right on into it. We're going to start with our movie reviews, not on spoiler. And I'm going to kick things off with Five Nights at Freddy's. So this hit theaters this past weekend. It also went straight to streaming. It also debuted on Peacock. So some people could watch it at home. But a shit ton of y'all went to watch it at the movie theater. I am blown away by how much money this movie made at the movie theater over the weekend. Early estimates said this movie was going to make about 50 mil, which everyone was super happy with. When the weekend was all said and done, this movie made $80 million. $80 million. That is more than the last Fast and Furious movie made. That is more than Blue Beetle made. That's more than Shazam 2 made. Um, it's more than most movies that have come out this year have made. And it's Five Nights at Freddy's, a little horror Blumhouse movie with 80 mil. And then when you factor in its worldwide gross, it's made about 130 million on like a $20 million budget. It's insane. I didn't know the fever was this high for a Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, for those of you that want a synopsis, recently fired and desperate for work, a troubled young man named Mike agrees to take a position as a night security guard at an abandoned theme restaurant. 
Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, but he soon discovers that nothing at Freddy's is what it seems. This one here has Josh Hutcherson in the lead. Um, Matthew Lillard pops up in this thing. Elizabeth, uh, I forget her last name, but she was on you the first season of you. I love her. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so I checked this out. I did not go to, to the theater. I watched it on Peacock in the, my comfortable living room. And, um, yeah, it's a movie. It is definitely a movie. Uh, I had a feeling that I wasn't going to enjoy this one as much as I wanted to because they went with the PG 13. Um, it gets convoluted. It really, really does. They try to do a lot with lore. They try to do a lot with the creatures, um, that you have to really buy into. And a lot of it just doesn't pan out at all. Uh, and with the PG-13, it's just so tame. There's really only one big scene of murder in this movie, and it's very blah. Um, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Um, this movie is just a movie, and I'm glad I watched it on Peacock. Um, it's not horrible, but it's not good. It's just okay at best. Um, I do think if it was rated R, it would have been really cool. You know, Nicolas Cage released a movie called uh, Willie's Wonderland a couple years ago, which was basically an R-rated version of Five Nights at Freddy's. And if you're looking for a little bit more hardcore version, definitely watch the Nick Cage movie. It was way better. Uh, but like I said, at the end of Five Nights at Freddy's, I didn't hate it. I understand the PG-13, you know, it broadens that audience. They, that's what brought them $80 million, right? If this thing was rated R, it wouldn't have made $80 million. Um, but there was just more they could have done here, and I really do think they dropped the ball. So at the end of the day, I can only give Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm going to give it two and a half, to be fair. It's uh, it's okay. Qu doesn't quite make it to good, but it's got some moments. So I'm going to give it two and a half. Out of five stars. My second movie is I finally got a chance to watch Hidden Strike, which is a new action movie starring John Cena and Jackie Chan. That's right. What a pairing here. Um, this movie was supposed to come out in theaters. And then all of a sudden, like a month ago, it just popped up on Netflix. <laughs> I was super shocked because the trailer came out a couple months ago. It said coming in, coming to theaters this year, no official release date, but it was coming. And then all of a sudden I turn on Netflix one night and there it is. Uh, the interesting thing is this movie was made years ago. I believe it was made in 2018, 2018 or 2019. And then it sat on a shelf. And it was obviously no one knew what to do with it. And then it hit Netflix and it became quite the little hit on Netflix. But I totally understand why this movie did not come out in theaters. And I am a sucker for a movie like this. I love John Cena, love Jackie Chan, love action movies, right? This is an action thriller adventure. It's even got some comedy. It fails. It fails on pretty much every front. It's got some okay action in it. But this is a very old school type of action movie that pretty much takes you back to the 80s. And you just can't do 80s action movies like that anymore in 2023. It just doesn't work. And at the end of the day, I didn't care for it. It was a bad action movie. It had stupid villains. 
it just didn't work. Even for being on Netflix, it just didn't work for me. Uh, but you know, like I said, it's got some decent action. So I'll give this one two out of five stars <laughs> again, just okay because of the action. And that's as far as I could take hidden strike. So check it out on Netflix if you're interested. And lastly, switch on over to the TV side. The new thing that dropped is another South Park special. So South Park has been doing these specials a couple times a year over on Paramount Plus. And they dropped their new one, South Park Joining the Panderverse. And uh, Cartman's deeply disturbing dreams uh, port in the end of life he knows and loves. Meanwhile, the adults in South Park are wrestling with their own life decisions as the advent of AI is turning the world upside down. This special pokes fun really at Disney. Really at, you know, every TV show and movie feeling that they need to pander. That, that's why it says joining the panderverse. That they need to pander to the general public, right? We need to have females. We need to have gays. We need to have, uh, we need to support the LBGTQ. We need to have transgender. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to have Asians. We need to have blacks. We need to have whites. We need to have Indians. Like, just everything, right? That everything is pandering and it South Park does it in its South Park special. And this is a fun little one. It runs just about 45 minutes long or about 50 minutes long. Uh, it was really good. You know, some of these specials have been hit and miss. This one was really, really funny. Uh, and it's now streaming exclusively on Paramount plus. So check that one out. Um, so that's what I got from the review standpoint. We got five nights of Freddy's streaming on Peacock and in theaters, two and a half out of five stars. We got hidden strike over on Netflix, which check out the tagline to hidden strike, right? This is the synopsis. Two elite soldiers must escort civilians through a gauntlet of gunfire and explosions. Okay, how this got greenlit, I don't know. But Hidden Strike, two out of five stars, streaming now over on Netflix and South Park, uh, joining uh, the Panderverse. Check it out over on Paramount+. Plus. All right, and with the reviews out the way, let's get on over to our box office. Coming in at number 10, it's The Creator. Number 9 is Saw 10. Number 8 is Freelance. Number seven, which Freelance, by the way, is the new John Cena movie. So speaking of him and Jackie Chan, now it's him in his own little action movie coming in at number eight with only two mils. So not the strongest of debuts. Number seven, The Nightmare Before Christmas, 30th anniversary re-release. Number six, Paw Patrol, The Mighty Movie. Number five, The Exorcist Believer. Number four, After Death. Number three, Killers of the Flower Moon. Number two, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. And the new number one, we just mentioned it, Five Nights at Freddy's, $80 million. Um, crushing, dude. Like I said, $20 million budget, $80 million domestically, $130 million worldwide. Just insane. So that's your box office. Let's switch gears and get into our news of the week. And once again, all our news, our trailers, everything, best place to get to it all is over on X. Go to twitter.com slash am I on the air. You don't even need to be a subscriber to it, but you can check out the feed and you can watch all this stuff. Uh, you got our Facebook page as well, too. But really, our X page is the best way to go. Starting off, Taylor Swift. We just talked about her Eras Tour. It was number one for a couple weeks, dropped to number two this week. Um, there is a bidding war. All the streamers want this Eras Tour movie, right? Uh, but Taylor Swift is the one to be negotiating with them, and she said she will not negotiate who gets the streaming rights until the actor's strike ends. So very cool on her to basically back up the actors and say, hey, you know what? 
I'm not going to put this on a streamer and I'm not going to even negotiate with you guys until we figure out this actor strike. So good on her there. We have the new trailer for power book three raising Canaan, and this is for season three. So love the power universe. Definitely raising Canaan is my least favorite of the bunch, but still dig it. So looking forward to season three coming soon to stars. We have the trailer for Wicked Little Letters, which is Olivia Coleman's new mystery comedy. Um, James Wan talking about Aquaman 2 again. People keep pushing him about Amber Heard's reduced role. And he says, this was always my plan. This movie was about the brothers. It wasn't about Aquaman and Mara, right? He said the first movie was, the second one was something different and always was intended to be. He didn't scale her down because of the Johnny Depp stuff and all that stuff. So there you go. We have the trailer for The Crown Season 6 Part 1, which previews aftermath of Princess Diana's death. Josh Harnett and Salika are, have been cast in M. Night Shyamalan's new movies. So there you go. I like that stacking up. There is a new MCU book. It is an official timeline book, which I did buy. I haven't had a chance to dig into it too much yet. But coming out of this book, it is confirmed that Scarlet Witch died in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'm shocked about because we all speculated, you know, in that movie when the when the mountain crumbles, we see the red light shoot out, and we all assumed, hey, that was her getting away, right? But the book says she did die in that scene. So very, very interesting. Now, who knows if we could see Scarlet Witch pop up in a different way, maybe a variant, maybe something with the X-Men, who knows, down the road. But I think the Scarlet Witch, as we knew her, is officially dead at this point based on the book. Um, let's see here. Rabbit Hole and Fatal Attraction have been canceled over on Paramount+. Plus. I never got a chance to get into Rabbit Hole. I heard some decent things about it, but I did watch Fatal Attraction. Kind of always assumed it was a limited series and it wouldn't be back, but now it's official. Neither will be back over on Paramount+. Plus. David Yates says that the Fantastic Beast franchise is paused for now. Looney Tunes is getting its first fully animated theatrical movie starring Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. We have the trailer for Twin Love, which is a new reality series hosted by Nikki and Brie Bella from the WWE. So leaning into their twinness there. The Black Doves cast has expanded for Netflix spy series as they've added Kira Knightley to the cast. We have the teaser trailer for Lisa Frankenstein, which previews Zelda Williams feature directorial debut written by Diablo Cody. Um, so this one here looks actually pretty cute. I'm curious to see what they do with this one here. Uh, the, the creator of the bear has set his next series over at FX and that's, you know, the bears doing great over on FX. So he wants to continue doing business with them there. We have the trailer for finest kind, which is Jenna Ortega and Tommy Lee Jones, new crime thriller. Um, Netflix has announced they're going to do some free advanced screenings of the Adam Sandler comedy Leo across the United States. So keep an eye out there to see if you get some free screenings heading your way. Uh, the life of Chuck has casted Matthew Lillard for the Stephen King adaptation. A Chucky versus Megan crossover has been teased by Don Mancini. I would be down for this. I would, right? I mean, when people thought and saw the pre preview for Megan, a lot of people thought about Chucky. Chucky is still pretty popular. He's got his own TV show going on right now. Doll versus doll, right? Like supernatural versus AI. You never know what you could do here. So I like the idea. We'll see if anything comes of it. 
Uh, we have the trailer for Dashing Through the Snow, which is a new holiday comedy coming to Disney Plus that stars Ludacris and Little Rel Howery. Samaritan 2 is in development over at Amazon, and Sylvester Stallone will return. You know, I didn't know of a lot of people that watched Samaritan or talked about it. I watched this movie and really dug it. I like Samaritan a lot. And I thought Stallone was really good in it. Um, playing, you know, used to be a superhero and he's retired and kind of gets brought back into the game. Um, never in a million years thought that we would get a sequel. So very excited about this news. Samaritan 2 coming back to Amazon with Stallone set to return. A24 and Nicole Kidman are set to produce a wrestling meets only fan series that has been based on a book. Trick or Treat 2 is still in active development and will introduce a new nemesis for Sam. Very interesting here. I know a lot of people love Trick or Treat. I didn't care for Trick or Treat very much. Now, it's been many, many years since I've seen it. Maybe I should give it another run through because um, it, it does have such a cult cl- uh, status. Um, we'll see. We'll see, man. You know, I'll be interested to see a sequel come down the pipe here. Um, you were my first boyfriend has a trailer and this is, uh, going to be coming soon to max. It is a hybrid documentary. Venom three release date could be delayed if the actor strike continues. So, you know, they had barely just started filming this movie and then the actor strike happens. So there's still a lot more to be filmed and the movie's supposed to come out next year. So again, if the actor strike doesn't resolve itself, it'll get pushed like a lot of other things. We have the new trailer from Maestro, which is Bradley Cooper's Leonard Bernstein uh, biopic that is coming to Netflix. The Lazarus Project Season 2, we have the first trailer for that. Fargo Season 5 trailer, so check that out. John Hamm and Juno Temple will lead the new crime TV series. Apple TV Plus monthly subscription price has jumped. And it's jumped pretty big. You know, most of the time I give these streamers shit because they raise it like a dollar and everybody loses their mind. Apple TV Plus raised up several dollars. Um, But you know what? I will vouch for Apple TV Plus's um, quality. I like almost every show and movie that Apple TV Plus does. Their quality is top notch. So, yes, it's about 10 bucks a month now. I will pay it because this shit is awesome and I can't live without it. So there you go. Uh, True crime, true faith. Amazon MGM studios has nabbed the TV rights to the vanity fair story of the same name. They're going to adapt it. Uh, Amazon's also going to turn the girl with the dragon tattoo into a television series. And they have hired a new showrunner to bring it on. Aquaman 2 director James Wan explains why Ben Affleck's Batman won't appear in the new movie. Now, remember, we saw Ben Affleck on set doing reshoots with Aquaman uh, like a year ago. And so everybody was speculating, hey, it's going to happen, right? And then we heard a couple months ago that the scenes were left on the cutting room floor. Now James Wan talks about it, and it makes actually a ton of sense. What James Wan said was that they filmed those scenes in just a couple days, and it was for continuity purposes. He says at the time they were shuffling all the movie dates, and they didn't know when Aquaman would come out. So if The Flash was going to come out after Aquaman, they were going to have a couple scenes here with Ben Affleck in there as Bruce Wayne Batman. But since Flash came out first, 
they don't need those scenes anymore because it doesn't make any sense from a continuity standpoint. So they took them out. So, you know, I, I appreciate that they were trying to keep the continuity going uh, during all those shuffles. Uh, Our flag means death creator says the season three will likely be the end of the series. Disney plus has set a release date for three new doctor who specials that will star David Tennant and Catherine Tate. And you can watch the trailer right now. Um, yeah, like I said, five nights of Freddy's with it's, uh, is poised to earn at least 45 to 50 mil in its big screen debut, despite being on Peacock. How about we make that 80? Uh, man, what a way to blow away expectations. It's insane. It is really insane. Uh, and what's insane also is the devastating news we got over the weekend uh, of the passing of Matthew Perry. Um, he passed away from an apparent drowning. Um, according to multiple reports, I've seen some reports saying he might've had a heart attack while he was in the hot tub. And that's why he drowned because he had a cardiac arrest. Um, but nothing official yet from the coroner. He was 54 years old. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I love Matthew Perry. This is a guy I grew up on all his little roles, obviously friends for 10 years. One of my all-time favorite romantic comedies is Fool's Rush In with him and Salma Hayek. Incredible. Such an amazing movie. I also love The Whole Nine Yards, another very underrated comedy uh, with him and Bruce Willis. Um, he was great in everything he popped up in. Whether you, uh, you liked the movie or the TV show, he was always very, very good. You know, I watched that odd couple he did a couple years ago. You know, I just enjoyed watching him. Um, this was a death that hit me really hard when I saw it. I was like, wow, like shocking, shocking. Um, and very eerie because his last Instagram post is him in the hot tub talking about how relaxing and freeing it is to be, you know, in, in his hot tub, just, just, just chilling and kind of reflecting. Right. And then that's how they found him a couple of days later. Uh, just very, very sad. And I think the world mourns at this time for Matthew Perry. So August of 1969 to October, 2023, 54 years old. You will be missed very, very much. Just going to do a quick moment of silence. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Okay, so uh, weird to transition from Matthew Perry to Terrifier 3, uh, but Terrifier 3 is uh, coming soon, and it's going to be set during Christmas time. So uh, an official trailer will drop during um, Terrifier 2 showings that are coming back to theaters here 
any day now. Daredevil Born Again has officially tapped Punisher writer as the showrunner for it and has added the Loki directors to come in and direct. So I like this. You know, we talked about how Daredevil uh, Born Again, like basically what they had done was getting scrapped and they had fired everybody pretty much that was that was doing this. Now they have an official showrunner and it's someone that worked on Punisher on the Netflix side. So really cool person to bring in. Ooh. Excuse me. And uh and then Loki season 2 has been fantastic and bringing in those directors to do this, I'm on board. This sounds like a big win-win all the way around. Kira Knightley again pops in. She's set to lead the new sci-fi thriller Conception. Aqua Teen Hunger Force season 12 is coming soon and we got the preview teaser trailer. Magazine Dreams, the release date has been delayed indefinitely for the Jonathan Majors movie. No shocker here. Henry Cavill's Highlander reboot is officially moving forward. Uh, It's going to have a budget of about $100 million. Chad Stahelski from John Wick is going to direct. I'm so excited about this. I love the Highlander. Christopher Lambert, Connor McCloud of the Clan McCloud, there can be only one. And who better to play Connor McCloud than Henry Cavill? And who better to direct this than Chad Stahelski? I heard they said John Wick with swords. I am down. Let's do this Highlander reboot. Very excited that it is officially finally moving forward. Um, So excited about this. The Social Network 2. David Fincher and Aaron Sorkin have talked about a sequel to the movie. Um, Elio, which is a new animated movie from Pixar is moving to 2025. It was supposed to come out next year and it's being bumped back. The black phone two is going to come out in 2025 as well. My big fat Greek wedding three is set to hit Peacock next week. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, Edgar Wright's running, running man remake, um, is going to start filming soon. So Yes, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh, but it's based on the Stephen King book, and Edgar Wright is going to make his version, so I'm down with that. We have the trailer for David Fincher's The Killer. Uh, This hits uh, theaters uh, now, in limited theaters, and then Netflix on November 10th. This looks incredible, and I can't wait to see it. Jason Statham is set to star in LaVon's Trade, which will be written by Sylvester Stallone and directed by David Ayer. So I like it, man. I like the little team that they just put together there. Uh, A trailer for George Miller's Fury Road prequel Furiosa is rumored to be playing before Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Timothy Chalamet is set to be the next SNL host with musical guest Boy Genius. Um... She's done it again, Taylor Swift. On October 27, Taylor Swift became the most streamed artist in a single day in Spotify history. And 1989, Taylor's version became Spotify's most streamed album in a single day in 2023 so far. God damn, she kills it. She is just so on fire. Five Nights at Freddy's smashing records left and right. The domestic box office. It is the top Halloween weekend opening ever. It's the biggest Blumhouse opening ever. It's the best ever for a horror picture rated PG-13. And the third best for any horror picture behind the two It movies. So damn, breaking records. Congratulations to Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, Going back to this Daredevil thing, I just want to break down the names just to shout out to everybody. So Daredevil Born Again has named the Punisher alum Dario Scardapane 
as the showrunner and as part of the creative overhaul, Loki directors Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead have also joined to direct. We have your first look at Rachel Zegler and the Seven Dwarfs in the Disney live-action movie. And speaking of that, the movie is also being delayed. It was supposed to come out in March of 2024 and has now been pushed back to March of 2025. So yes, Disney is delaying the release of the live-action Snow White starring Rachel Zegler by a year. March 2024 to March 2025. Pixar's Elio is also being delayed more than a year from March 2024 to June 2025. So big, big push there. Um, let me see here. Do, 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 do. Um, I thought I missed something else in the box office. Let me see. Oh yeah, it wasn't box office. It was um, Robert De Niro's new movie. Warner Brothers has changed the name of the upcoming mob drama from director Barry Levinson and starring Robert De Niro while setting a new release date for the film. The film was previously known as The Wise Guys and it will be now titled Alto Nights. Uh, the release date for the movie has been officially set as the drama is scheduled to premiere on November 15th, 2024. Um, way earlier. Um, actually a multi-month delay from the originally planned release date of February 2nd, 2024. Supposedly the delay is not strike related, but we know the truth because there's no reason to delay it that goddamn much if it's not strike related, but there you go. Sicario 3, they're really looking to try to make this movie. They want to reunite Del Toro, Brolin, and Blunt. Um, I heard that Taylor Sheridan is in the works with it, along with Christopher McQuarrie, who's been working on the Mission Impossible movies over the last several years. So there's a good team building something here. Uh, I like the Sicario movies a lot. Would definitely love to see them return to form with a third one. So we will see. Um... Let me see here. We talked enough about box office, so I'm going to skip some of the other box office breakdowns. Uh, David Robert Mitchell and Micah Moreau are going to reunite on a They Follow sequel to the 2014 cult horror hit It Follows. That's right. Remember the movie It Follows? Well, the sequel will be called They Follow, um, and it will be a direct sequel to the 2014 movie bringing back the main star and director. So I know I did not like this movie. I thought It Follows was boring, um, but I know a lot of people love it. It's another cult movie right here, so we'll see what happens um, with the sequel. We have the trailer from Manodrome, which is Jesse Eisenberg and Adrian Brody's new thriller movie. Uh, Natilius, AMC has picked up the Captain Nemo series after Disney Plus canceled it. So you'll see it shift over there. Vanessa Kirby and Sydney Sweeney are going to be joining Ron Howard's survival uh, thriller called Eden. Now, I believe, let me double check here because I believe that um, Ana de Armas is in this. And yes, they are joining previously announced cast members Jude Law and Ana de Armas and Daniel Brohl. Um, there you go. Um, oh, it looks like, uh, Vanessa Kirby and Sydney Sweeney are replacing Alicia Vikander and Daisy Edgar Jones in the upcoming survival thriller titled Eden, um, directed by Ron Howard. Unclear why Vikander and Edgar Jones exited the project. 
Um, I like Vikander and Edgar Jones, but I really like Vanessa Kirby and Sydney Sweeney. So, <laughs> um, and I saw an article that had these three women on it, Anna Diarmas, Vanessa Kirby, and Sydney Sweeney talking about this movie. And I'll tell you, and it's the guy in me, so don't judge me, but I don't give a fuck what this movie is. I am watching this movie with these three ladies leading it. Uh, I'm like, holy shit. Talk about putting a fucking cast together um, that is gangster. So good job, Ron Howard. I think you knocked it out the park here. So looking forward to Eden. Uh, Constantine 2. Looks like it might still happen as the director, um, Keanu Reeves. Everybody's talking about it. They say they have a script. They're trying to make it happen. But it's the strikes, right? The strikes are getting in the way. Um, but they're saying it's promising, and it looks like they might actually do it. So maybe another little DC Elseworld project down the road here. Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is receiving a SAG after an interim agreement, which means even if the strikes are still going on, they will be able to promote this film, which is something that no one's been able to do at this point during the strikes. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, is coming soon to digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. A Poltergeist TV show is in the works over on Amazon. We have the final two-episode trailer. I don't know when this became a thing, but Marvel has released a new trailer for Loki Season 2, which basically previews the final two episodes. I don't know when we got into this, like... Oh, we know you're halfway done with the show. Here's a trailer for what's coming in the final two episodes. Just let me fucking watch the show. I don't understand it at all. I don't need a trailer. I don't. Okay. Um, But who does need a trailer is Good Burger 2. That's right. We have the trailer for Good Burger 2 previewing Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell's next big adventure. Uh, The Crown Creator confirms the final season will address the Queen's death. It looks like they are moving forward on a Now You See Me 3 with Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson along with Morgan Freeman returning. I like the Now You See Me movies. I'd be down for this. Um, They are moving forward at writing Hocus Pocus 3. So there you go. That is coming soon. Shorzy Season 3 has been renewed over on Hulu for the Letterkenny spinoff series. Um, Jeff Wadlow's Blumhouse horror film gets a new little teaser trailer. It's called Imaginary. So check that out. Um, we have a statement that has been released by the friends cast. That's right. Matthew Perry remembered by the devastated friends cast co-stars, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, and David Schwimmer all coming together to release a little statement. They're going to talk about it more later, but right now it was nice to see them put something out. Um, let's see here. De dupe, dupe, de dupe, dupe, de dupe. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's not only made the 80 million during its opening weekend, but that number tied Marvel's Black Widow as the biggest box office start ever for a movie that was also available on streaming. So there you go. Five Nights at Freddy's scored the second largest debut of all time for a video game adaptation behind the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse is now streaming over on Netflix. Paramount Plus has canceled Joe Pickett after two seasons. Do you remember that they made a new version of Salem's Lot, the Stephen King movie? Yes, they filmed it two years ago, three years ago, 2021, I believe. 
and it was supposed to come out in 2022. Then it got pushed to 2023 and then nothing's happened in 2023. We don't know what's going on with this movie. And from everything I have heard, it's supposed to be really good and really scary. And then a rumor came out today that says it looks like it might go to max, which got a lot of people worried because they were like, yo, they usually only dump movies on streaming if it's not very good. Right. But then a source came out and said, that is not the case. It is a really good movie, but because of the strikes, there's not a lot of content that they could put on Max right now. So they figured maybe we'll drop this movie. But then someone from Warner Brothers came out and said, that is not true. We're not dumping it on Max. It will still come out theatrically. So who knows? Um, but, but it sounds, I think it sounds pretty legit about it going to Max. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens there. Joker 2 cinematographer says the DC sequel is nearly finished and will be really surprising to a lot of people. We Bury the Dead is a new survival thriller that's being put together by the director of 1922 and Daisy Ridley has been cast in the film. Uh, Fall 2 and 3 has been ordered. Um, That's right, they want to start a survival thriller franchise. That's after Fall 1. Um, came out, didn't do very good at the box office, but was a smash on streaming. So they want to do the same and fall two and three have been greenlit. So we'll see how it goes. Hereditary's Alex Wolf is said to direct a new dark psychological thriller with Asia Butterfield and Justice Smith. Sean Levy, director of Deadpool three confirms that Logan will still be canon after their movie comes out. Five Nights at Freddy's uh, has overtaken Halloween Ends and Super Mario Brothers to become the most watched movie ever on Peacock. So congratulations there. Expendables 4 ends its domestic run with a loss of $100 million. You know, I saw an article that said this movie cost $100 million. There's no freaking way. There's no way. I saw Expendables 4. That is not a $100 million movie. It's just not. Unless they're saying every one of these characters got paid 20 million bucks, there's no way this movie cost $100 million. I fail to believe that. The creator that came out last month, a big, beautiful sci-fi movie, looked hell of a lot better than Expendables 4, was made for $80 million. Five Nights at Freddy's looks better than Expendables 4, and that was made for $20 million. There's no way this movie costs that much money. And if it did, I'd be checking those books, son, because I think a lot of stuff was ordered that shouldn't have been. Michael C. Hall, Grace Carolyn Curry have joined the Heaven's Gate cult biopic called The Leader. Hey, I'll check out anything with Michael C. Hall. Love that dude. Shersha Ronan is holding a child captive in the new thriller Bad Apples. We have your new streaming guide, because that's right, tomorrow is November 1st, so we have your streaming guide. What's new, what's coming and going on Netflix, Apple TV+, Disney+, Hulu, Max, Paramount+, Peacock, and Prime Video, so check that out. SAG After Negotiations will continue tomorrow on Wednesday with a deal in sight. So my fingers are crossed that by the end of this week, our deal is done, because we are so dangerously close to losing the entire TV season, to having a ton more movies pushed into 2025, we need this thing to end, and a deal is in sight. So I'm very excited, and hopefully they do close this out tomorrow. We have the new poster for Wonka. Check it out. Timothy Chalamet coming soon. Chicago Fire is bringing back Taylor Kinney for season 12. And on that note, that's our show. We did it, guys. We did it. 
Halloween style, 40 minutes we closing in on. So, you know, a lot more news than we had last time. So thank you guys for joining me tonight. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for popping it in on a nice Halloween night, October the 31st, 2023. Make sure you bookmark our website. Am I on the air.com? Okay. Bookmark that's got everything you need. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash am I on the air? Follow us on Twitter or X at am I on the air? You can follow me on Twitter at DX Don Mega. You can follow those same handles over on threads if that's a better option for you. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast over on Apple or Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google podcast, Amazon music. We're on everything. Pandora, make sure you subscribe, give a thumbs up, listen where you like subscribe to us over on Instagram and TikTok, YouTube, just search. Am I on the air? And thank you to our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com and the pop culture pros. So follow on Twitter at red dragons radio. And pop culture underscore pros. Thank you for always streaming our show on demand. And that'll do it for me on this Tuesday, Halloween night, October the 31st, 2023. I hope you all have an amazing week. I don't know if there's anything new dropping this weekend that I can think of. By the way, A Haunting in Venice has hit Hulu today as a little Halloween surprise. So stream that. I'll definitely probably check it out this weekend along with Pain Hustlers, which is one I've been looking forward to, Chris Evans and Emily Blunt that just dropped on Netflix. So uh, there are some stuff to watch, but we'll, we'll see what else comes our way. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, have a good evening. Red